Christocentric station. Safe and family friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. This is Christocentric Kids playing at Christocentric station. You can listen at www.christocentric.com. Christocentric Kids, we're catching them young for Jesus. Hooray! Hi, my name is Uncle Chris, and you're listening to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. One, two, one, two. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? What a joy to know you're tuning in. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Say, catch them young for Jesus. Cheers. Hallelujah, 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 praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord, hallelujah, praise ye the Lord, hallelujah, praise ye the Lord, hallelujah, praise ye the Lord.
Kids family, how do you do? All glory to God for another great weekend. My name is Rama and I joyously welcome you on board. Today's episode is going to be lit. In Jesus' name, we are live on the Christocentric station via www.christocentric.com. Watch out for great features from Auntie Mabel, Auntie Ifwa and the Fosen sisters. Kindly invite friends and family to also stay tuned and feel free to interact with us. Send us a WhatsApp on 0551 3003170 0551-300-317. Hope to hear from you along the show. Well, we are set. So if you're ready, then let the Christocentric show begin. Christocentric kids, catch them young for Jesus. Love is patient. Your love is kind. Oh, your love is patient. Yeah, you feel my heart. Oh, with so much peace and joy. Your arm. My life feel brand new Oh, you're amazing You make my life feel brand new Let's sing down, your love is kind, let's go Your love is kind Come on, come on, say Your love is patient You feel my heart, say you feel my heart with so much, with so much peace and joy. Now let's say you're amazing. Say you're amazing. Yes, Lord. You make my life feel brand new. You're amazing. You're amazing. Yeah. You make my life. Let's sing it together, say Jesus, you love it too much, oh Too much, oh Too much, oh Excess love, oh Do your hand like this to say excess love Jesus, you love it too much, oh Too much, oh Too much, oh Excess love, oh Let's sing it one more time, say Love it too much, oh too much, oh, excess love, oh. Let's take it back to the top. Everybody sing now. Say, your love is kind. Oh, oh, yeah. Your love is patient. How you feel my heart, you feel my heart. heart With so much peace and joy. Everybody say, you're amazing. You're amazing. You make my, you make my life feel brand new. Say you're amazing. You're amazing. You make my, you make my life feel brand new. Say 
Jesus now. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Somebody celebrate the love of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are still celebrating the love of Jesus. Let's sing this song together. Are you ready, my friends? Let's go. have captured my heart, consumed my heart with your love, with your love. You have captured my heart, you consumed my heart with your love, with your love. If all I say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is more than enough. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is more than enough. Oh, so you have captured, say, you have captured my heart, consumed my heart with your love, with your love. You have captured my heart, consumed my heart with your love. Your love. All I say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is more than enough. If all I say is, if all I say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is more than enough. Let's sing it one more time. If all I say, if all you say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is more than enough. Oh, if all we say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is more than enough. Now let's celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Hey kids, it's so good to be back with you today. How's everyone doing? Oh, it's amazing to be back. I know last time I snuck in, but now I might be around a bit more. So it's so good, right? Yeah, so good. So it's good to be back here. We're gonna encounter God today and we're going to really enjoy his presence. It's about to be so amazing. But before we get into the word of God and before we start to, you know, really get onto what we're gonna be doing this month and today, we're going to go into a time of worship. It's about to be such an amazing time this morning. So we're gonna get into a time of worship where we get to invite the presence of God into the room and we get to worship God with all of our hearts, okay? So let's get to it, guys. See you in a bit.
How amazing was that worship, guys? I saw all of you worshiping. That was absolutely through the roof. You know what? God's really proud of you because it takes a lot to do that. So I'm really proud of you guys as well. So give you guys a thumbs up. Give you guys a round of applause. Good job. So now we're going to get to the word of God, which is why we all come to church, right? To get the word of God. And this month, I had a little birdie told me it's going to be a totally different month with a totally different plan. And what we're going to be looking at is the life of faith through a life of a man called Abraham. Now, Abraham is a man in the Bible. He's actually a hero of faith. But before we get into Abraham, what is faith? Does anyone know what faith is? I can see a few hands. I can actually see a few hands lifted. But before we get that, I'll tell you what faith is, okay? So the Bible defines faith as this, which is the best definition I think I could ever find. And it is in Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says this, it says, Faith means being sure of things we hope for. And faith means knowing that something is real even when we don't see it. So in a weird way, what faith is, is, you know, believing that God can do something that doesn't seem realistic because that is what God can do and like I was mentioning about Abraham he is actually one of the main heroes of faith in this because in the place called the Old Testament in the Bible Abraham was this guy that was given a promise from God that seemed absolutely impossible it didn't seem like it could have happened for him it didn't seem like anybody even believed in it happening for him but Abraham just kept holding on to that word from God, saying that the promise that he made to Abraham was going to come true. And guess what, kids? It actually did. Because the Bible says that God is never, ever, ever, ever going to promise you something that he will never achieve. So maybe right now you're in a place right now and you having the faith to be able to do good in school. God has given you that faith to do that. And God has made you a promise that he's going to support you and stand with you. Maybe it's you're wanting the faith to, you know, be able to be the best person ever or, you know, to pray better or to read your Bible better. Guess what, kids? God will give that to you because that's what God likes to do. God likes to make things that seem impossible very, very possible. So today we don't just believe in a God that isn't a God that can do anything. No, we believe in a God who can do the absolute impossible. And we do that through having faith in him. How amazing was that word, kids? And right now what we're going to do is we're going to do one of the main things that help us build our faith, and that is prayer. So what prayer is, is a conversation with God and letting God know what he can help us with today. So maybe you need help with your faith today and help with believing. Well, we're going to pray for that. So if you want to lift your hands and close your eyes, let's do that. If you want to put your hands together and close your eyes, let's do that. But we're going to really, really seek God in this place, okay? So just, I'm just going to lead the prayer now and just say, Lord Jesus, help us to build our faith, God. And Lord, in the places where we don't believe, Heavenly Father, please help us to have faith. Help us to have faith for the promises that you have given us over our lives. Help us to be better kids. Help us to be better students. Help us to be one of the best in school. Let people look at us. And when they look at us, them say, oh, what makes this person different? And we can say it is the faith we have in God. Help us to do that, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
It's been absolutely amazing to hang with you again. And guess what? I will be back. But for now, signing off from Kids Church. Take care, everybody. Peace. Krista Sandrink kids right here on the Krista Sandrink stage. Welcome back and thank you for staying connected. Enjoy what's coming up next. Let's settle down for the major Bible story for the week. It's the story of Noah. Let's go for it now. Created it by hand From mighty mountains To the raging sea To every leaf On every single tree It's in the holy book Just open up and take a look It's a story Long time ago, there were many, many people on the earth. And everyone did whatever they wanted to without love for each other. They cared more about themselves than they did about other people. God was very sad because everyone had forgotten his way. Everyone, that is, except for Noah and his family. Noah and his family worked very hard, and they kept all of God's ways in their hearts. All right, that's enough for today. You boys can finish that tomorrow. Uh, but Father, we almost had it. Just a few more minutes. God knows how hard you work, Japheth, my boy, and so do I. But God also wants us to keep up our strength so that we can do His work. You're right again, Father. You must be the wisest man in the world. Me? Oh, no. I might be the happiest man in the world, but the wisest? I think not. But enough talking. We'd better hurry. Ah, I think we're having your mother stew tonight. We wouldn't want it to get cold. <laughs> Noah and his family had a hard life, but they loved each other very much, and they always had enough to eat. 
Noah never forgot that it was God who made all of those things possible. And thank you, God, for everything you've given to me and my family. Thank you for the strength to work hard and for fields that are good for growing and for the food on our table. Amen. Amen. What's this? It sounds like we have visitors. Well, you must be hungry. Dear, will you please bring me a bit of meat and a bone from the stew? I think our friends need something to eat. All of God's creatures are important. There you go. Enjoy. Nothing like a good dinner, isn't that right? You're a good man, Noah. More? <laughs> One night after supper, everyone kissed Noah goodnight and went to bed. But Noah didn't go to bed at his usual time. He had a strange feeling. You look sleepy, dear. Why don't you go to bed? Are you coming? Soon. I don't feel tired. I think I'll go out and look at the stars for a bit. Noah went out of his house for some fresh air. He had a feeling he couldn't explain. He didn't know that God was leading him outside. Ooh, what is this? Noah? God, is that you? Yes, Noah, it is. Please listen to the important things I have to say to you. Noah, people do not love one another as they should. So I have decided to wash the earth with a flood and start over. This is terrible news. Don't be afraid, Noah. I'm telling you this because you are the only man who still has me in his heart. I have chosen you and your family to help me start over. Listen carefully. I want you to build a boat, Noah. An ark. So much to do. Oh, I've got to get my boys and have them help me. Wake up! I need you to help me with a big project. Yes, I'm serious. An ark. A big, big ark. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead and laugh. You'll see. <laughs> this field should be big enough.
Build it from fresh, sticky wood. Make it 450 feet long, 75 feet across, and 45 feet high. Planks with tar. Build an upper, middle, and lower deck. Hi, Father! Make an opening all the way around the ark, just below the upper deck. Yay! And last, Put a door in the side big enough for the largest animals of the earth to walk through. Next, bring two of every animal on the earth with you, each with a safe place on the ark. his family worked very hard. Father, we're finished! Yay! Yay! We have done well, my sons. <sighs> Where is this old man who says a flood is coming? to the crazy fool. My father is no fool. Only a fool would build a big silly boat in the middle of his field. <laughs> now let's take a good look at... <gasps> you really are a crazy old man. Anyone who would do this... You would be wise to listen to what I say. 
God has told me that a terrible flood is coming. So much to do, so little time. Father? It's fair to warn them, Shem. Warn us about what? The flood that's never coming? <laughs> Come on, let's get out of here. Let's leave this crazy old man alone. There, there now. Thank you for helping us. I guess we made ourselves some friends, eh? <laughs> and it looks like we have our first passengers. Now, if I can only figure out how we're going to find all the rest of the animals. Shh, quiet now, you two. Can't you see he's trying to think? Father, look! It's a miracle! And it was a miracle. God had done something wonderful. He brought two of every animal to the ark. And they were on their very best behavior. Even the lions lay down with the lambs. Tigers? Wildebeests? <laughs> Zebras? Whoa! <laughs> God will protect us all. Well, that does it. Everybody's here. What do we do now, Father? We wait for the rain. It doesn't look like we'll have to wait long, Father. Look! Suddenly, the clouds began to gather and cold winds began to blow. Noah, the time has come to take your family and the animals onto the ark. Soon the rain will start. Let's go! Everybody on? All clear down here. Ready. I'll close the door. Be afraid, my dear. God will protect us all.
The rain covered the whole earth. Even the highest mountains disappeared underwater. Except for the animals and people on the ark, there was nothing else left. During their long trip, Noah and his family became very close with the animals. They were all good friends. to see when the rain would stop, but it just kept coming down. It rained and rained like it would never stop. It rained for a month, then another week. Then, after 40 days and 40 nights, the rain stopped. Noah was so excited, he called a family meeting. I've called you all here because I have a surprise for you. The rain has stopped. What? That's wonderful! Too good to be true. When do we get off? 
I think if all goes well, the ground should start to peek through in about another, oh, six months or so. Everybody was disappointed to hear this news because although they all loved one another, they were all pretty tired of being on that ark. But they waited patiently. Many months passed. Same as always, Aww. nothing but sea. We're never going to get off this boat. How are we even going to know if the land is dry? How are we even going to know if we're anywhere near land? This is hopeless. Now what kind of talk is that? Are you the same men who helped me build God's Ark? Hasn't he looked out for us this long? Of course, Father is right. But can we at least try to find out if there's any dry land? This got Noah thinking. Finally, he got an idea. He went and got one of the ravens and brought him to the slit in the ark. Then he let him go. He thought if the raven found land, he might bring something back with him. But when the raven returned, he didn't bring anything with him. So Noah decided he would try letting a dove go. Good luck! <laughs> but the dove returned with nothing as well. But Noah knew God wouldn't abandon them. He waited a while longer, then one last time, he sent out the dove again. This time, when the dove returned, it brought something back. In its mouth, it carried a branch from an olive tree. Father, this is wonderful news. We must be very close to dry land. Yes, son. If you believe in God, he will save us all. And you protected us too. And sure enough, very soon, the ark landed on top of a tall mountain. When it was safe to come out, God spoke to Noah again. Noah, you and your family and the animals can come out now. The earth is dry. 
go out into the world and have many children and tell them about me. And so you will always know that I won't ever flood the world again. I'm going to leave a gift in the sky after it rains. Something to remind you of my promise. And so Noah and his family thanked God for all he had done for them. And Noah's sons had many, many good and strong children who loved God very much. you for staying on Christocentric Kids. Coming up next is Time with Auntie Mabel. Please stay connected and be blessed. Yes, Jesus loves me. Welcome to PH Kids. Short for Pure and Holy Kids. Yes, you are pure. Yes, you are holy. Welcome, Mommy. Welcome, Daddy. Jesus loves me, He who died. Heaven's gate to open wide. He will wash away my sin. Let His little child come in. Yay! It's October. It's a new month. And we are happy. I am happy to be back with you. Yes, Jesus loves we are going to learn four ways to love Jesus. But a quick recap. Let's, let's learn what we did last month. So the theme for last month was friendship with Jesus Christ. We learned that Jesus can see us and he knows our name. We learned that when we chat with Jesus, it's called prayer. When we sing and dance to Jesus, it's called worship and praise. There's one thing you can also do 
You can give to other people. You can give to your church. And that is also giving, that's also like giving Jesus a gift. Yes. Okay. Let's focus on this month and this week. Four ways to love Jesus. Our memory verse is coming from Luke chapter 10 verse 27. You must love the Lord your God with all your hearts, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. So in this month, we are going to learn four ways to love Jesus. Today, we are going to learn loving Jesus with our hearts. Remember the verse says, love the Lord your God with all your heart. So, what do you do with your heart? You feel with your heart. When you are sad, you feel it with your heart. When you are happy, you feel it with your heart. So, how can you love God with your heart? Or let me put it this way. How can we love God? With our hearts. Let's enjoy the song. I'll be right back. can we love Jesus with all of our hearts? Wow. We have to find out what Jesus' hearts wants. John 15, 16, Jesus said, If we love him, we would obey his commandments. Jesus sees obedience as an expression of our love to him. And he is right. See, if you love your mom and dad, won't you obey them? If you don't obey them, how are you loving them? If you don't do what they say you should do, you're giving them a hard time. I know you don't want to give mommy and daddy a hard time. That is exactly what Jesus is saying. That if you love me, you would obey me. You see? So if you want mama and dada to know that you love them very, very much, Start obeying them with all of your hearts. Good. Now let's look at some of God's commandments that we can obey. One, do not lie. Tell the truth always. Lying is very, very bad. It can start up fights and even wars. So always tell the truth. Hmm. The second commandment we can obey is do not hate your friend. Share your toys with friends. When eating, ask if your friend is hungry. If they are, share your food with them. 
God will bless you. You will be satisfied. Don't be worried that the food is small. God will still bless you and you will be okay. Sharing is good. Sharing is caring. Okay, the third commandment that we can obey is do not steal. Do not be jealous of others and take what belongs to them. Okay, do not go to the fridge and steal food. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a story. When I was about your age, I saw 50 pesos coin. I don't know if you know 50 pesos. I saw 50 pesos. That is like five CD now on the center table. I really wanted to take it because I wanted to go and buy Alewa. But I remembered that one day my mom was happily talking about us. And she said she was proud of all her children because we don't steal. I wanted to please my mom so much. I decided not to steal the coin on the center table. That is it. God thinks so highly of you. Jesus is so proud of you. So don't disobey. Don't walk in disobedience. He's very proud of you. And he has given you all these beautiful things in your life. So show him that you love him by obeying him. Next week, we will learn how to love Jesus with all of our mind. What does that even mean? We will learn. This has been Auntie Mabel with you on PH Kids. Short for Pure and Holy Kids. See you next week. Bye-bye. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. healthy is something we're always encouraged to do. But how can we be healthy? It all starts with creating healthy habits. Healthy habits can make you feel stronger and happier. Think of your body and mind like a car. A car needs good quality fuel to run well. You can't put in soft drink and expect it to run smoothly, can you? Just like a car, you need to fuel your body and mind with really good, nourishing foods, thoughts and actions that will make it function well. But what's a habit? A habit is created when you do something repeatedly until it becomes natural. Having healthy habits can help you to feel strong, create good relationships with people around you help you concentrate better in class and give you the daily boost you need to do all the things you love. One of the most important healthy habits to have is healthy eating. Healthy eating is all about feeding your body fresh and nutritious foods. This should include colourful vegetables, fruits and nuts, grains, legumes, dairy, and lean meats and fish. 
even though all these foods are good for us, there are still some that we should eat lots of, and some we should limit. We should eat lots of vegetables, legumes, and grains. But we should eat lean meats, dairy, and fruits and nuts in moderate amounts, which means not heaps and heaps. There are some foods that should only be a sometimes treat because they're not very good for us and have very little nutritional value, like sugary or fatty foods and drinks. And of course, we should drink plenty of water every single day. When you combine healthy foods with physical activity, it will help you to feel healthy. Did you know children your age should be active for at least 60 minutes a day? Another healthy habit is getting lots of sleep. Sleep allows us to restore, repair and rebuild all of the things in our body, including our brain. Make sure you're getting 10 hours of sleep a night and you'll find yourself feeling fresh and ready to make the most out of every day. Here are four ways you can build healthy habits. Eat the fruit and vegetable rainbow. Even though you may not be in charge of the grocery shopping, you can always make your own healthy choices. Maybe you could choose to drink water instead of a soft drink or juice when you feel thirsty. Buy a piece of fruit instead of sweets from the canteen. Or have some salad with dinner. Simple choices like that can make a huge difference to your health. Eating a variety of fruits and vegetables that are full of different colours is super important because they all help your body in different ways. So, try and have as many colours as you can every day. Sleep well. Nothing should interfere with your sleep. Not even your homework should keep you up longer than you need to be. So, make sure you plan your time well so you can complete it before bed. Try to keep a good bedtime routine. Going to bed at the same time each night is great for your body and can make going to sleep easier. Keep any phones, tablets and other devices out of your bedroom when it's bedtime. Make your bedroom a place that feels relaxing to you. This means it should be comfortable, quiet and dark when it's time to sleep. Get active. It doesn't require you to change your entire day. In fact, it's really easy and you might not even realize you're doing it. Playing at lunchtime, school sports, riding your bike, or even going for a swim are all examples of exercise that can make up your 60 minutes. If you can minimize the time you spend in front of a screen, you might find yourself spending more time with your friends and moving around. Last but not least, find a balance. Going to extremes, whether it's with your diet, exercise or sleep, isn't necessary. You can enjoy a bit of everything. So, find a healthy balance of sleep, play, food, water, 
school and social time. When you combine healthy eating, physical activity, plenty of sleep and lots of water, you will have the power and energy to be your best. Plus, you'll discover that as you get older, you'll need these healthy habits because they're important no matter how old you are. So, why not start now? Everybody. I am a Rama. I'm a Refla. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Please stay tuned. Hi everybody. I am a Rama. I'm a Refla. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Hi everybody. I am a Rama. I'm a Refla. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Stay tuned. Hi everybody. I am a Rama. I'm a Refla. Welcome to our segment on the Christocentric Kids. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Say, cut them young for Jesus. Cheers. The Fosun Sisters segment. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Fosun Sisters segment. segment. Are you ready to be blessed? Are you ready to be blessed? Erama, let's start the devotion. Today's devotion is from the brand new day devotional of Carrier Center International Children's Ministry. 
and the title is helped by divine strength second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 for my power is made perfect in weakness amen a primary condition for serving god with any amount of success and for doing god's work well and with victory is to know that you are weak so you will need strength from god when God's children in any activity or situation begin to think that with their own strength, abilities, and self-confidence, they can achieve success, defeats will be staring them in the face. God will not give strength to the man who does not ask him for it. The child of God who seeks to do everything by their own strength seeks victory the wrong way, and they will not get it. For it is not by a person's might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Those who go out to fight with their own ability will return as pure failures. A child of God who serves God must serve him in God's own way and in his strength or their service can never please God. Declaration for today. I will always rely on God. I will always rely on God. And ask him for help in all things. And ask him for help in all things. Amen. 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 Erefua, what lesson did you learn today? I learned that if we ask God for strength in prayer, He will give it to us. But if we don't ask God for strength in prayer, He will not give it to us. How about you, Irama? I learned that the Lord gives us strength when we need it and ask for it. We should rely on Him and not ourselves. Our friends listening, what did you also learn? The scripture again for today is 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Amen. Let's go for a musical break. I've got love. 
Crystal Centric Station. Safe and family friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. Welcome back, Crystal Centric Kids. We are live on crystalcentric.com. Let me share a poem with you today. Lord God, you are my strength. Hold my hand in weakness. Hold my hand and teach my heart to fly with you. There is nothing to fear. Nothing to worry about with you. Hold me tight in your embrace so that I can be stronger than the challenges in my life. So help me God. Amen. May God help you in your weaknesses. Enjoy this song. Christocentric Kids. We will be right back. the footprint prayer one night i had a dream i dreamt i was walking along the beach with the lord and across the sky flashed scenes from my life for each scene i noticed two sets of footprints in the sand one belonged to me and the other to the lord when the last scene of my life flashed before us i looked back at the footprints in the sand i noticed that many times along the path of my life there was only one set of footprints. I also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in my life, 
This really bothered me, and I questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you would work with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why in times when I needed you the most, you should leave me. The Lord replied, My precious, precious child, I love you and I will never, never leave you during your times of trial and suffering. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Wow, the Lord is always with us. Hope this inspires you. Stay connected to Him. If you also have a poem to share, please record it. Or send it to us via WhatsApp on 0551-300-317-0551-300-317. We would love to share with the world. Thank you. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Your life on Christocentric Kids. Hope you've been blessed. This is the Foster Sisters segment. Today, we want to break down the word thankful with some scriptures. Irama, help me out. T, truth. H, heaven. A, armor of God. N, neighbors. K, kindness. F, forgiveness. U, ultimate sacrifice. And L, love. T for truth. John 8 verse 32 And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. H for heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. A. Armor of God. Ephesians 6 verse 11 Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And neighbors romans 15 verse 2 let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up k kindness ephesians 4 verse 32 be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you f forgiveness first john chapter 1 verse 19 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You, ultimate sacrifice. First Peter chapter 3 verse 18. Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. L. Love. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Amen. Amen. It's good to be thankful. First Thessalonians 5.18 In all things give thanks to the Lord. My friend, this week thank everyone who has done good. As the devotion also said, when you ask God for something in prayer and he gives it to you just be thankful hey family it's wrap up time enjoy, enjoy christocentric station and listen all day on christocentric.com christocentric kids catch them young for jesus catch you same time next week it's bye for now
Antiese here. I am so excited for you that you're listening to Christocentric Kids. You know why? Because it will help you to be that great person God created you to be. Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. Welcome back to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. We are live on the Christocentric station via www.christocentric.com Let's connect to Auntie Efua for the children's devotion for the week. Yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never go. We to his name, glory to his name, hallelujah, glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never, glory to his name, hello. Somebody there. Good morning. Wake up. It's a new day. Wake up. Let's do our morning devotion together. This is Auntie Ifwa. Stretch, stretch, and stretch. All right, let's stretch the song. Do all the actions with your hands. Go. I'm in, I'm out, I'm up, I'm down, I'm happy all the time. I'm in, I'm out, I'm up, I'm down, I'm happy all the time. Since Jesus Christ came in. And took away my sins. I'm in, I'm out, I'm up, I'm down, I'm happy all the time. In, out, up, down, happy all the time. In, out, up, down, happy all the time. Since Jesus Christ came in and took away my sins. In, out, up, down, happy all the time. Well done. Now we are awake. Take your Bible, take your notebook. Your pen or pencil, we are ready to study. Close your eyes and let's pray. Father, we are grateful for a new day. Thank you for the gift of our lives. We don't take it for granted. You've done so much for us. Forgive us our sins, Lord. And as we study your word, Father, help us to understand. And Lord, help us to practice it to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take your Bible and say with me, This This is my Bible. It is the word of God. It is food for my soul. I must read it every day, know it very well, and practice it so that I will grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well done. The best book to read is the Bible. The best book to read is the Bible. If you read it every day, it will help you on your way. The best book to read is the Bible. Amazing book. I hope you are reading your Bible every day. I always tell you, if you can't read it, ask mommy or daddy to read it for you. We are learning faith. We learned that faith without actions is dead. We said David believed the word of God. He had faith that God can help him. But he also had learned how to throw a stone. You know, it's very important to take an action in addition to our faith, actually. He had faith and he took a stone. He had the word. Okay, he believed the word and told Goliath the word. He took a stone and he threw it as well. And God directed that stone right to the right spot, the forehead of Goliath. And he killed that giant. 
Mm, I saw the drawing of Ama and Senna. Wow, you can see the difference. Goliath was so tall and big, and then David was so small. No wonder Goliath said that he was a little dog, you know. But you see, we learned that we need to learn as we pray. Eh? You have that exam. You want to know mathematics. You want to know English. As you pray God to help you to understand it, you need to also study. We said that as we pray for God to heal us, we need to take our medicine if we are sick. Then we said that we need to keep clean as well. As we pray for God to keep us and protect us from COVID-19, you have to obey all the protocols. Wash your hands, okay? Don't go shaking hands. Don't go out without mask. And all that, please, keep yourselves clean, even as we pray for God to protect us. That is the actions after our faith. Good. We are learning. We are growing in the Word. Today, in Luke chapter 8, 42, 56, there's a marvelous story there. This one, Jesus himself, as he was walking and doing miracles around, a large crowd followed him. But this man, Jairus, he came. He was a ruler in the synagogue. Say he was an elder in the church. He came and fell down at the feet of Jesus, crying, begging. Oh, Jesus, I beg you, come to my house. My only daughter of 12 years is dying. I don't have another one. She's so sick, she's dying. Jesus agreed to go. But there was such a crowd following him that he couldn't even go fast. And everybody was pushing. There are people following Jesus who have real need. There are other people who just also want to just see the miracles, my friends. Why do we follow Jesus? Just to see miracles. Just to see what is happening around. Why do you go to church? Just to go and dance eh, and have fun. No, we should go to church because we want to go and fellowship. We want to go and praise God. We want to go and pray and be with other people who are Christians so that we will grow together. Remember, fellowshipping is part of the steps to grow well. So Jesus couldn't move very fast. And then, you know, he goes, he was he stopped on the way. It was actually on the way to Jairus' house that this woman touched Jesus' dress and got well. So Jesus had to stop and ask, who touched me? You know, and all that took some time. And then, just when Jesus finished speaking to the woman and blessing her for a testimony to everybody that she believed that when he touches the dress of Jesus, she will get well. And she got well. You know, and Jesus said, Oh, your faith has healed you. Just when Jesus finished, somebody from Jairus' house came. Oh, don't bother the master, please. Your daughter has died. Oh! Jesus heard it and said, No, don't be afraid. Only believe, my friends. What did I say? Do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be well. Every time, only believe. And when you pray, only believe. You have come to tell Jesus. Then you tell Jesus that, oh, Jesus, I don't even believe you can help me to pass this exam. I'm sick. I've prayed. But the way I'm feeling, I feel I'm going to die. Oh, my friends, when you say that, you die. Don't say that. Okay. Say that I have prayed and I know that if I believe and I believe, Jesus is going to heal me. So Jesus went to Jairus' house. When they got there, people were crying, wailing, mourning. Oh, this little girl has died. Jesus said, don't cry. The girl is only sleeping. Oh, they started laughing at Jesus. This man, he doesn't know what he's about. He thinks we don't know what a dead girl is. The girl is not responding. There's no pause, nothing. Everything is gone. Jesus said, no, I said he is not dead. And they were laughing at Jesus. So Jesus told all of them to get out. He sat everybody. And he took only Peter, James, and John. And then the father and the mother of the little girl. And they went into the room. Why did he do that? He didn't need people who doubt there. 
eh, to get the results of our prayer, we need to believe. So he didn't need those who were just making fun of him. So he took them there. And then Bible says, Jesus held the hand of the little girl and said, little girl, arise. And Bible says, immediately, the spirit of the girl returned and the girl got up. Wow! A dead girl has come back to life because Jairus believed. If Jairus had said that Jesus is okay, if he's dead, she's dead now, what is the use? I told you to hurry up. You didn't hurry up. Now my daughter is dead. You see what you have done. Do you think you would have got the miracle? No. So we should not be complaining. We should believe. Even when we think it is taking a long time. Sometimes our prayers take a long time. But God knows the best time for the prayers to come. So Bible says, Jesus said, give her something to eat. The girl is back to life. Amazing, my friends. We are learning that God can do everything for us if we only believe. Amen. Close your eyes and let's pray. Father, we thank you so much. Lord, we are little children. We may not even understand it all, but Father, help us to only believe. That is all we know. That the word we hear every day, Father, we will believe. And because of that, miracles will happen in our lives and you will bless us. We give you thanks. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for doing your devotion with me today. I'm always so happy to be with you. Please read Luke 8, 40 to 56 when I go or let mommy or daddy read it for you. I'm still waiting for my drawing of David and Goliath. Okay. As I said, Senna and Amma. Wow. You did such amazing work. All of you, please draw it and send it to me. I'm enjoying that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Master, speak thy servant yet. Waiting for thy gracious word, longing for thy word that cheereth, must I let it now be heard? I am listening, Lord, for what hast thou to say to me? This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Welcome to church. This week, we continue our teaching on the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are ten simple rules that God gave his people, the Israelites, after he rescued them from slavery in the land of Egypt and they escaped through the Red Sea. These rules are the foundation for living a good life. They teach us the difference between right and wrong and can be found in Exodus chapter 20 from verses 1 to 21. Today, 
we will take a look at the rule number five. But first, let us pray. Eyes closed, heads bowed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for making us to see a brand new month. Thank you for how you have kept us, how you have sustained us. We were in school. You kept us to and fro every day, protecting us. You made sure that our parents had money to pay our school fees. Lord, we return all the glory to you. We do not take all your blessings in our lives for granted. Lord, today, we're starting another week. We pray that you will be with us. Guide us. Be with us. Protect us as you have always done. And today's teaching, let it be fruitful in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. from the book of Psalms chapter 19 verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect. It gives new strength. The laws of the Lord can be trusted. They make childish people wise. This simply means that the commandments, rules, or instructions that God gives us are cool. They are the very best. We can trust whatever instructions God gives us because the rules make childish people wise and gives new strength. Now, let's say this memory verse together one more time. Psalms 19 verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect. 
It gives new strength. The laws of the Lord can be trusted. They make childish people wise. In the Gospels, that is the Bible books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus summed up all the love of God in two commandments. In Matthew chapter 22, from verses 36 to 40, someone asked Jesus, Teacher, which of the commandments is the most important? Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first and most important command. And the second is like the first. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two commands. The first four commandments of the ten cover what Jesus says is the greatest commandment. Loving God. We've learned to put God first, to make no other God besides Him, to guard His name, and to honor the Sabbath day. The last six commandments relate to the second command of Jesus, to love other people. God wants us to love our friends and our neighbors, our classmates. He wants us to love everyone we meet, from the beggar on the streets to the bully who pushes you around on the playground. They are all God's children, and He wants us to love every one of them. There is one group of people God singles out in the Ten Commandments, and that's where we find ourselves today. God gave us these special people to be our teachers, our mentors, our spiritual leaders, and our caregivers. These people have a very difficult task of their own. And God has tasked all of us with this command. Honor your father and mother. Now, if your parents are not around, then we are talking about those people who take care of you. Maybe an uncle, an aunt, or a relative. Today, we will refer to those group of people as parents. Honor means to respect or treat someone as special or important. God wants us to respect and treat our parents as special and important. I know it may not be your favorite command. When you are a kid, it's probably way down at the bottom of the list as far as the commandments you love to hear. But honoring our parents is so important. Even the Apostle Paul wrote about this command in his letters. Ephesians chapter 6 from verses 1 to 3 says, Children, obey your parents the way the Lord wants. 
This is the right thing to do. The command says, honor your father and mother. This is the first command that has a promise with it. The promise is, then everything will be well with you and you will have a long life on the earth. Wow. That, friends, is a great advice. Paul says that honoring our parents is a command that comes with a promise. If we love our parents, we will live long here on earth. Does God really mean that? We will live longer if we listen to our moms and dads. Think about some of the things that our parents have to say. Don't stick your finger in the electric socket. Don't touch the cooker. Wear a helmet. Don't climb the kitchen cabinet. Don't play with knives. Look both ways before crossing the streets. If we honor our parents and listen to them, this is advice that can help us to live longer, isn't it? Parents were given to us to teach us things like how to safely cross the streets and how to avoid strangers. If we listen to them, we will live longer because we will heed this advice. Parents also bring us to church. They teach us to love Jesus. They teach us to pray, to read the Bible, to obey God's word. Following this advice may not mean a long life on earth, but it can mean eternal life in heaven. Once again, we see that Paul's word is true. If we honor our parents, we will live longer. Parents are special people with a very hard task. We can honor God by honoring them and by listening to what they have to say. Now, let's be real for a moment. Parents are not perfect. Parents make mistakes the same as kids do. And that can be very frustrating. Parents forget promises sometimes. They change their minds. They misunderstand situations and can end up blaming the wrong kid. They don't always listen. They don't always understand. Parents are imperfect like we are. And they let us down in many ways. But a parent's imperfection doesn't mean they are bad parents. They are human. And the Bible tells us we are all imperfect. Mom and dad are doing the best they can to love God and others just like we are learning in this series. They have a tough job and they deserve our respect and our love. We can honor our parents by being good listeners. When mom and dad speak, we honor them 
when we listen and respond the first time. We honor them by being obedient. We can honor them by keeping the house rules, whether they are watching or not. We can also honor them by doing our chores and other duties around the house without being told. That not only shows we respect them, but it also shows we are growing up. We can also honor them by telling them that we appreciate them. We can write notes, give hugs, and simply say, I love you, mom. I love you, dad. As much as you love that affirmation when mom or dad says they love you. Parents love it from their kids even more. Saying thank you when they help you out with your homework or when they buy you a gift on your birthday or not them. Parents have a tough job and God is counting on them to raise us right. Let's honor our parents by listening well, following instructions and saying, I love you. It was important enough to God that he made it into the third commandment. So let's honor God by honoring our parents in the Lord. For this is right. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for our moms and dads. Help us show them that we love them dearly. Teach us to honor them so that we will live long. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Welcome back and thank you for staying connected. Enjoy what's coming up next. Once, while Jesus was preaching, a man decided to test how good a teacher Jesus was. Jesus, I have a question for you. Can you tell me what it is I should do so that I can live eternally in heaven? Jesus looked at him with a quiet smile for some time and then replied, Do you read the Bible? Of course I do. What kind of a question is that? So if you read the Bible, can you tell me what the Bible says? The Bible says that I should love God with my heart and soul and that I should love my neighbor as I love myself. Well then, there you have your answer. What I don't understand is who my neighbor is supposed to be, whom I should love as I love myself. Jesus was quiet for a few moments and then replied, The answer to that question is not so simple. Let me explain it to you in a different way. And this is the story Jesus related to the man for the answer he was seeking.
A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. There were many small hills around the road he was walking, with many rocks lying there. It was a lovely sunny day, and the man was softly singing to himself as he walked along. Suddenly, as he was passing a small hill, some men came running out from behind the hill and charged at him. They took away everything that the man had, even tearing away his clothes. The evil robbers beat up the poor man mercilessly. He was bleeding badly, but they just kicked him even more and left him by the roadside. Soon after, a priest came walking down the road. When he saw the bleeding man, he thought to himself, I wonder who that fellow lying there is. I don't know what has happened to him, but I am already very late. I do not have the time to stop and help him. I'm sure someone else will come and do something. He looks dead to me already, anyway. The priest just crossed the road and continued walking without a backward glance. A little while later, a Levite, a man whose job was to help priests in their work, happened to pass down the same road. He too saw the beaten and bleeding man lying there. He stopped for a moment and slowly made his way up to the man. I cannot make out if this fellow is dead or alive. Even if he is alive, I doubt he will be alive for long, the way he is bleeding. I don't think I can help him in any way. I'd better be going along on my way. The Levite, too, left the injured man without even trying to help him and walked away hurriedly. After about an hour or two later, a Samaritan was walking down the same road with his donkey. As soon as he saw the man lying on the road, he ran up to him. Now the Jews were known to dislike the Samaritans and treat them very badly. However, this Samaritan did not even stop to think of all this. He just saw a bruised human being needing help very badly, and because of his compassionate nature, went forward to try and do what he could. Oh, what has happened? Who has done this to you? The man opened his eyes and tried to talk, but winced in pain when he tried to do it. You poor man, I can see you are in a lot of pain. Don't try and talk now. Here, let me have a look at your wounds. Hmm, they look quite bad. Don't you worry now. I will try my best to see that you are comfortable and get well soon. The Samaritan went to his donkey and came back with a bag containing some oils and wine. He then proceeded to apply them on the man's wounds so that they would heal. When the man saw what the Samaritan was doing, he made a feeble attempt to stop him. No, no, too expensive. Why are you looking at the cost of some oil and wine, my good fellow? At this moment, it is your injuries that matter, not money. 
Now just relax and let me apply these to your wounds. I'm sure they will give you some relief. The Good Samaritan very carefully applied the oil and wine to the injured man's wounds and put on some bandages also to prevent them from getting infected. Ah, now that that is done, let us get you to some inn where you can rest and recover. Very gently, the Samaritan helped the man up onto his donkey and started leading him to the inn. After walking for a few hours, they reached a small town where the Samaritan asked for directions to the nearest inn. There, we have arrived. Now just wait here for a few minutes while I talk to the man in charge about getting a room for you. No money. I have told you not to worry about that. I just want you to get well soon. The Samaritan went inside the inn and found the man who was in charge. My good man, I have outside a man who is badly injured. I would be grateful if you could give him a comfortable room where he can recover. Here, I am leaving with you some money for his room, as well as his food. Please, take good care of him, and let him live here till he is recovered enough to go on his way. The inn owner assured him that the man would be taken care of. The Samaritan then went outside, helped the man down from the donkey, and accompanied him to the room in the inn. Well, my friend, it is time for me to leave. I have taken care of everything. You just rest and get well. Don't know how to thank you. You don't have to thank me. I have just done what the good Lord would have wanted me to do. When the story ended, Jesus looked at the man who had questioned him. Now, can you tell me who you think would be your neighbor? The priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan? The Samaritan, of course. He was the only one who showed compassion to someone who badly needed help. You are right. The priest is the one who serves God, but he was indifferent to the plight of the man's pain. Yes, even the Levite who works in the house of the Lord did not help. It was only the Samaritan who came to the man's help, and he was helping a Jew, even though he knew that the Jews do not like Samaritans. Yes, Jesus, I understand now who we should consider our neighbors, who God wants us to love as we love ourselves. So, if you want to go to heaven and live there eternally, love the Lord with your whole being and love your neighbors too. Welcome back. It's sign out time. And the moment to appreciate you all for coming on board. I believe you've been blessed. Please share what you learned with us. If you don't mind, WhatsApp it to 551 300 317. 
300317 Add all your birthday shouts and wishes. We could be giving you free coupons for your birthday to enjoy pizza. So look sharp. God bless you. Keep enjoying Christocentric Station all day or night on www.christocentric.com. Christocentric K R I S T O C E N T R I C Christocentric. Till next week is bye for now. Let's dance out of here. My name is Arama Fosen. It's bye. Ha! This song is for every child of God. <laughs> so if you know you are a child of God, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, make you dance now, oh yeah, it's okay, it's okay now. Uh, ha! My head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yes, we overcame I never, never, never ever stop to pray We give ourselves to you